0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of Don't Kid Yourself. I'm your host, Ireland Hendry Tennant, and today we're joined by a very special guest, Renelle. She's going to be joining us a little bit later on and talking about her personal experience using condoms, because this episode is all about condoms. So Renelle's going to tell us a bit later about why she switched from the pill to condoms, and uh, she's going to talk about her experience on both to kind of compare them. First, I'll give you a little run through of what a condom is and how it works and all the information you need. The male condom protects against pregnancy and sexually transmitted infections. So they're basically the simplest method of birth control. It's a barrier to stop sperm and infection passing between partners and it's usually made of some type of rubber. The good thing about condoms is that they help to protect against both STIs and pregnancies, like I've said, and that's something that most other methods of contraception don't do. Another really good thing about condoms is they have no side effects unless you're allergic to rubber, so you won't get any headaches or anything from them because they are just a rubber barrier. They also can help protect against cervical cancer, however... Condoms aren't as effective as other methods of contraception, but when they're used correctly, they are still very safe. When used correctly, only two out of 100 women get pregnant each year, but when used typically, or when used how the average person would use them, that number rises significantly to 15 out of 100 women each year get pregnant using condoms. So they're not as effective as other methods like the pill or an IUD, but they are still effective. Condoms are also extremely effective at preventing the spread of HIV, So there were two studies performed with couples with one person who was HIV positive and one who was not. The first study found that when condoms were used correctly, none of the uninfected people got HIV. And when condoms weren't used, 10 out of the 100 people became infected. The second study found that Two out of 100 women became infected when condoms were always used and 15 out of 100 were infected when condoms weren't used. So they're really, really effective at stopping the spread of HIV. They also greatly reduce the risk of catching other STDs like chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, herpes and the wart virus infection. However, It's possible to get infected by the skin, which isn't covered by the condom when it comes to the wart virus. So it's not a guarantee, but it is a lot better than if you didn't use one. However, one of the risks which comes with condoms is that they can break. And they're most likely to break if they're not put on correctly. They get torn by your fingernails, jewellery or teeth. There's not enough lubricant used, or the wrong type is used, and we'll get a, I'll talk a little bit about that later, because the type of lubricant you use is really important. Or if it's kept in a warm environment, which causes the rubber to lose its strength, or if it's out of date. So to make sure condoms don't break, it's a really good idea to make sure you're getting the right lubricant. So you should be using water-based lubricants, not oil-based lubricants, because they damage rubber. And if your condom does break, it's not the end of the world. The emergency contraception pill is available and it works up to 72 hours later. However, it will not protect against STIs. So if you're worried that you may have caught an STI, just go talk to your doctor and they can get you tested and figure something out. That's all the basics of condoms, and now I'm going to have a little chat with Renelle about her experience with condoms. started using them as her main method of birth control because she was on the pill but was having some really horrible negative side effects, which is a completely different perspective to what we heard last week from Freya, who had mostly positive experiences using the pill. So, Renelle, can you please tell me why you switched to condoms?
1: Okay, so, should I just start from where I first ever began? So, when I was, like, 15, I went on Jeanette because of, like, my acne and stuff. And then, um, for some reason, I was getting, like, it was producing two periods at the time.
0: Whoa, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'd have one, and then it would stop, and then I'd get it again, and it would just be as bad as the first. Right. So, I went off of that, and then we went on to over... And so I've always alternated between over 20 and 30, so just between the hormone levels. And over 20 worked, but it was still, like, not quite. So we went up to over 30, which is the higher hormonal dose. And basically, like, I was just getting really nauseous. I was getting sick all the time, and I was getting, like, really faint and, like, dizzy. Whoa. Yeah, as soon as I went off over 30, it all stopped.
0: Oh, my gosh. So you had... Like the more serious side effects of the pill.
1: Yeah, and my mum reckons that I had like fluid retention. She said that I looked like a bit more puffy. And since I've been off it, she said it's sort of like toned down a lot.
0: Oh wow, okay. And so then you got off that, and you just
1: completely natural. Yeah. And then I've just been using condoms.
0: Because they're the easiest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Easy Do too.
0: you think you'll use them for the foreseeable future? Do you think they're your they'll be your main method of birth control?
1: Um, I did look at IUDs, and I'm still contemplating that. So, but I think for the meantime, they'll probably be my number one. Yeah.
0: Because do you want something that is non-hormonal because yeah. of your experiences? Yeah. yeah. What do you think some of the downsides are to the condoms? I guess because the pill had quite severe downsides Don't, for you. Yeah. Do you have any with the con- with condoms, or is it pretty simple?
1: Um, it's pretty simple. I mean, I guess only downside would be if they broke or something extreme happened they are like i don't know if i can say this you can say
0: that they're I... like
1: a little bit of a hassle yeah they're not as easy as if you were just to be taking something and you don't have this thing to like stop and put on halfway through right do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you could say because it it's kind of the obvious downside to condoms yeah
1: but apart from that i yeah. think they're okay
0: and is it uh, what what are the plus sides for you? what are the things that you like about them
1: um I don't I mean now, like I don't get any side effects to them, yeah. you know, so that easy he's not taking anything I'm not taking anything it's yeah. just strictly to stop so that we don't have babies or whatever
0: yeah. I can't believe you um like had such serious side effects to mm-hmm. the pill,
1: yeah, it was crazy, yeah, especially to be on Jeanette, which was. I mean, it is for acne prone. It's more for acne, solving acne, so it's controlling your hormone levels. But, like, I just don't think it's that good if I was producing another period, and I've never had that before.
0: To end this week's episode with a wee fact about condoms and a little look at their history. So the history of condoms goes back several centuries at least. And for most of history, condoms were used to both prevent pregnancy and also to as a protective measure against sexually transmitted diseases. Condoms have been made from a variety of materials. Um, prior to the 19th century, Chemically treated linen and animal tissue, so intestines or bladder, were the best documented varieties. Um, Rubber condoms gained popularity in the mid-19th century and in the early 20th century major advances were made in manufacturing techniques. So prior to the introduction of the pill, condoms were the most popular method of birth control in the western world. Oldest condoms ever excavated were found in a cesspit located in the grounds of Dudley Castle and were made from animal membrane. The condoms dated back as early as 1642. Thank you for joining me today, Ronell, and thanks to everyone who listened to the second episode of Don't Kid Yourself. Look out next week for the third episode and see if you can guess what the next method of birth control is. If you want to try and guess, head over to my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages, which are all under Ireland Hendry Tennant, and you can find this podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and SoundCloud as Don't Kid Yourself. Thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next week.